Welcome to my Dream Log Cabin podcast, where we are keeping the dream alive by sharing stories of people who have achieved their dream of living in a log home. It seems now more than ever, people are longing to live remotely, or at least semi-remotely, which is why we are offering this show filled with inspiration, encouragement, and insider tips to help you live the log cabin life. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share. And remember to check out our sponsor's website, www.cariboucreek.com. All right, cabin lovers, welcome back to another episode of My Dream Log Cabin. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited today to have our other owner, David's son, Darren, is joining us today. Darren, tell us a little bit about you. When did you get started here at Caribou? Um, I've been at this almost my whole life. Um, I did work traditional construction for just a little bit, but I don't know, probably 2008 or nine, something like that. Perfect. And you've done everything in the business, really, from actual construction all the way through to the takeoffs, doing the planning. I've, I've seen you do pretty much every aspect of it. Is there anything I'm missing? Nope. I've been involved in every part of this business, for sure. Cool. Well, I, I'll tell you this. It's an honor to work here and to work for you. It's been really fun. It's What I love about it is just seeing the, the creativeness of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and one of the things, and learning so much, you know, one of the things we want to talk about today is is one of the things that I've learned about is this non-settling design. It's a proprietary system, is that correct? You know, we've never we've never tried to trademark it or anything like that, but but um, I don't know of anybody else who's using it quite like uh, we do it. There are people who who mimic it, um, at least to some extent. They do the same thing, but um, it's it's definitely somewhat unique in, in how we do it. So let's uh, backtrack a little bit and start with why it was ever why was there a need for this type of construction to begin with? So even further back, you know, traditionally log homes always settled, and and that's great, that's fine. In fact, we still probably build I don't know fifteen, maybe twenty percent of our homes still built to settle, and um, th- there's nothing really wrong with that. In fact, it's it's a good system. Um, but as people started to get more elaborate houses. Uh, more elaborate roof lines, multiple floors, and um, you know maybe masonry uh, fireplaces at several different points. It got difficult um, to make that all tie together. Um, there is maintenance with doing settling jacks, which is the first thing most log home companies do is say, oh, we'll put settling jacks to allow it to settle here and there. That's not ideal to the consumer standpoint, and it gets more difficult as the house gets more complex. Um, the other thing, and this is honestly probably the biggest push, is that contractors who finished the house were, A, not used to doing it and didn't know how and were scared of it, um, and B, they, they, they flat did it wrong, even, even the ones who had kind of done it before, you know, because every house is a little bit unique, so they wouldn't allow for settling somewhere here or there. Um, the window would bind up. Um, in extreme cases, you know, a, a window would break or, or something like that. So that that was probably the biggest drive to do this non-settling system. Um, and that's on, on any kind of complex house that is, you know, 99% of what we do, unless somebody really wants it. It would be on the on the simple houses that that are, are built like they, they were 100 years ago, more like a four corner cabin. There's no reason they can't be. You don't you don't run into those complex problems on a simple house. The more modern ones. Yeah, yeah. So the styles have changed a little bit. You know, houses are not, 
Houses are not low squatty cabins anymore. People love the, the log cabin, but they like, um, and, and, and rightfully so, you know, they want to let a lot of light in. They have a big, a big um, glass window or a big glass wall even uh, towards their view. They're built bigger, opener, uh, multiple roof lines. You know, it's a lot different than a traditional low little cabin like they would have been long, long ago. Well, and even some of them are on really diverse properties with like varying landscapes or into a mountain. I've seen you guys do some pretty incredible log cabins, even on like the side of a cliff. <laughs> it was kind of crazy that one was. But I mean, that's the kind of thing that um, I think our listeners need to know more about is that there's different options because I think, isn't it a, a kind of a misconception? Would you say that log cabins are extra maintenance? I mean, I, I realize there's extra maintenance on the exterior, but when it comes to the settling jacks, maybe that's part of what got them their their reputation and why so many people might steer away from them. Um, yeah, no, there, and there, and there certainly is maintenance on, on the exterior. Um, the stains have come so far that that's not so much of an issue. If, if you stay on top of it, it doesn't need to be a real big deal. Um, and, and the, if it's a chinking, you know, that, that too is really good nowadays. It, certainly something people are scared of, I think is, is, oh, I don't want to have to adjust these settling jacks. Well, the, the truth is, is they don't need it adjusted very often at all. You know, and, and mostly what I'm talking about here is a handcrafted style. You know, as you get into the into the um, milled log houses, this this changes some. But a couple times in the in the lifespan, you know, within the first five six years, maybe adjusting them two or three times is usually all that that's needed. And sometimes that involves crawling under the crawl space or something like that, accessing a hard to reach jack and adjusting a little bit. It's it's not very difficult. But the idea of doing it and, and not knowing when or how or to what extent they should be doing it or not, you know, well, I'm not sure. Do I, do I need, you need to come t- tell us when it's necessary or something like that. It's, it's a lot of unknowns from the consumer. And I think that's more what it is in the actual uh, maintenance of adjusting it because that really is nothing. That makes sense. So you mentioned why would it be different with a milled kit versus a handcrafted kit, do you think? D- there's a lot of different milled options, but they typically don't settle very much. There's a lot of flat on flat and there's not a lot of settling. Uh, anytime there's larger diameter logs, there is movements, hot, cold, wet, dry. There is movement in the log and they would have that too if they're, if they're a larger diameter log. But with the flat on flat, like a large flat on flat, there's less settling than in a traditional handcrafted where each one's scribed down on top of the one. Mm, that makes sense. Okay, so let's dive in a little bit to kind of how the system works. So these, you know, our, our listeners are just trying to visualize this non-settling system. Can you describe it in a way that maybe can help them understand what it essentially is doing to their to their home? It's a lot of hardware. <laughs> <laughs> You know, again, as we get into more elaborate houses, we've used quite a few different systems and using them together at different portions in the house. We use slightly different different versions, but different aspects of it. There's there's often uh, steel moment frames that are inside the logs. The bulk of it is done by really big, fully threaded lags. They go in really hard. It's a pretty big deal to get them to, to install. But we've worked on that for the last 10 years and gotten gotten better at installing those. But it's, it's still not something that's very easy to do. It's when we reset the house, we're just putting them in as we go up. Um, so each joint or just each connection of the log or kind of? 
describe uh, that? No, they're they're in the in the log wall. We're at different places, but they're basically um, from an engineer standpoint, they become like point loads, and the log spans anything in between there. So in in the logs, maybe as a rough rule of thumb, every four foot there is these series of hardware that goes up, and they just connect from one log to the next. And then on up mm. and so forth. And so you don't see them. Ever. No, you don't see them. It takes it takes a while longer on reset. And they're and they're they're put in with you know big impact guns. Not they're not hammered in. A lot of guys are doing like they're just basically hammering in rebar, and that works to an extent. It's certainly not as certainly not as robust. I have seen where that did not hold, and a portion of the house will kind of settle a little bit or something like that. We've tested ours at a single point of up to 20,000 pounds and it did not fail. So we're not sure how, how to make one fail. And this is just for one of them. There's like hundreds going in. It works. It's been engineered multiple times for us. So we're, we're very confident it works. Mm-hmm. But it, it is in a big complex house. There'll be a lot of different parts that go together. It's, it's not really just one one thing that Hey, this is this is how you do it. You add glue, and it's not it's not quite so simple. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I mean, at least you're giving us an, a visual of kind of how elaborate it is. I mean, in a way, but also what I I find really intriguing, and this was something I learned early on, is that once you have the non-settling system, you guys guarantee that the logs will not move off based on like their height from the ground. Um, so essentially, if one like the third log up is you know 36 inches off the ground, essentially it'll stay in that same reference and the logs move in relation to each other so there is some shrinkage and expansion in the log but as far as the log settling down it just doesn't do that so how does that impact the inside of the house yeah so it it, uh, it definitely makes it a lot easier to to finish it out the the amount of movement we're talking about within one log of, of shrinking and, and moving a little bit it only moves inside itself is is very very minimal especially if, if you're using dry logs to begin with and there is not compounding as each log moves down a quarter inch and the top one moves down you know eight inches or something like that it's it's a very insignificant amount that it moves with this non-settling system and it's not moving down at all it's just like the log shrinks a tiny bit like if if a log starts at 12 and an eighth, it might shrink to 12 inches or something like that in diameter. It's not coming down. Um, as far as a warranty, nobody really cares what we say that we guarantee it won't come down. There are people who want to see their engineer sign off on it, and that's fine. Sometimes there's a little bit of head scratching because they're not used to dealing this, but every time that's happened, they, they an engineer, their engineer will sign off on it as well. They'll stamp their name on it, which means more to most people than us saying, we guarantee it won't come down. <laughs> I know this is probably going through some people's mind is, you know, well, is it such an elaborate system? Is it just an exorbitant amount of cost? How does it affect the price overall? Um, honestly, most times it's cheaper. Uh, again, this comes back to the contractor. Uh, he's usually will save money at the end because they're not having to worry about slip joints. They're not having to worry about any of these little spaces to, to allow settling. Yes, the Price for from log home company is a little bit more, not even very much, honestly. Again, takes a little bit longer on reset, and there's a lot of hardware. So, those are the two big things. We feel like for sure the majority of time, the little bit of extra cost that it is there saves the homeowner at least that amount by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. 
So slip joints are just in the plumbing, right? Is that what you're talking about, the, the plumbing pipes? Uh, slip joints and plumbing are, are very rare. That used to be something people would do more often, but no plumber likes to do that anymore. Or very few, I imagine. Um, there, there are places where something that can't move, like a masonry chimney, would need a slip joint or something like that. There are other places for other types of construction would need to be able to kind of slip and allow that log home to settle around it. Gotcha. And and when I when I say these things, most of the time I get to about this part of the conversation and then from a consumer standpoint, they're like, oh, I don't want a slip <laughs> joint in my house. And, and they're like, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why I wanted to kind of go into it because I don't know how some of our listeners, I'm sure, are savvy with construction, but there's probably a lot more like me that are newbies at all this. And so I definitely want to try to elaborate anytime we can. So essentially, it's really much just like building a stick frame home except out of locks as far as the interior goes when you're using a non-settling design. Is that yep. true? Okay. Yep. It's, it's the same thing. There, there, there's, there's essentially no movement. There is um, Some of the stuff is harder and, like there, and easier. There's no way to drill an electrical hole in the side of the wall. No good way, I should say, to drill you know, after it's done. But at the same sense, it's also, if, if you've communicated with us well, those holes will already be there. The boxes and chases will already be installed, and, and you just pull your wire through it. But yeah, as far as as far as um, a structural standpoint, there there's no difference between that and framed house as far as how it's built. Perfect. Okay, well that pretty much wraps it up. I think. Do you have any other points you wanted to make on that? Nope, I don't think so. Okay, check us out at CaribouCreek.com. We go into more detail and show some pictures as well of the construction process, and you can get an idea of the entire log construction process from start to finish. That's again at CaribouCreek.com.